man that was a hassle so man so if you hear a really loud bang uh, in the middle of the podcast (laughs) this week it's because my microphone fell down because i'm missing a piece that attaches it to um its stand and it's now uh we're using fun tack and packing tape not sponsored by loctite (laughs) um so yeah i hope you enjoy this hopefully bang free podcast So, uh, welcome to Rebels and Robots, episode six, with Cameron and Rachel. She was on time this week because she did a good job. She knows how to read finger cues now, I guess. Um, Rachel, how are you today? Um, Pretty good. You know, (laughs) we are thriving. I do have to say, you know, it's the day after after Valentine's Valentine's Day. Day. So, you know, we got to, we got to start off with a meme. To okay. celebrate the day after Valentine's Day. Happy day 15, everyone. <laughs> day 15 of Valentine's Day. February. February. <laughs> yeah. It's day 15. Cool. <laughs> I can tell you're not on the internet <laughs> on Apparently Twitter not. too often because every time there's a 15th of the month, my Twitter is just filled with that clip from SpongeBob of, huh. of Mr. Krabs going, day 15 give it up for a day it's it's good i guess it doesn't register me as a joke because he does multiple days (laughs) that's from the episode we're gonna go real deep on this no no it's spongebob it's not related this is a (laughs) star wars and transformers podcast it is starformers night where we talk about star wars and transformers every week uh this week we have an equal or not necessarily a totally equally helping but we have two things on the docket we've got the Super Bowl advertisement for Transformers Rise of the Beasts and then episode 10 of Bad Bat. So we actually do have some Transformers content related this week. I didn't even watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, so. I did. I was very excited when the Transformers had. Unfortunately, it didn't Ooh. have a lot of new footage or information particularly, but it was still exciting to just have it pop up on television and have a chance to talk about it. Cameron thinking about content all week long. Heck yeah. Oh yeah, that that does remind me that the comment I was going to say about that was when in the middle of the Super Bowl, was quite towards the beginning when the ad popped in, my first thought was podcast content. <laughs> podcast <laughs> I content. I'm so excited. We have Transformers thing to talk about on the podcast. Finally. Um, but of course, as always, before we get to our topic for the week, we like to talk about um, the last week for us, um, whether talking about stuff from last week's episode or anything that's happened in the last week. Um, and my first note that I have is not about last week's episode, but immediately after recording, um, I went out to my car and went to go home and I put my phone on the Bluetooth in the car and hit shuffle on the music on my phone and what else played, but across the stars <laughs> of all the music on my phone, my entire music library, that was the song that That's was next. That's good. That's good. Which we brought up uh, last week because of the ending of the episode. We made a joke yeah. about across the stars. <laughs> So um, I thought that was quite fitting. Um, I also um, have a funny quote from you that I did not catch. I did not hear you say it as we were podcasting last week, but you just said, there are no accidents, only happy clones. (laughs) I thought that was a good one. (laughs) It was hilarious, which is a play on uh, Bob Ross. Bob Ross's, there are... There are no accidents, just happy trees. Yes. Um, And I thought there's no mistakes. There are... 
just oh, happy I accidents. I don't know. And he also says happy trees. There, you know, there was also, it's probably a mix because we watched Kung Fu Panda and I think Uwe says, yes. there are no accidents. That's not my, that's the worst Uwe impression I could have made, but he also says there are no accidents. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, that, I was going to say that's that. That's Bane! That I, oh, that was kind of Bane, wasn't it? <laughs> I was going to say, you combine the quotes, you combine it with Uwe's, there, uh, yeah. there are no accidents. Um, I can't, do you remember why you said that last week? I no, can't, I didn't write down the context. I can look up the... Oh, in your own notes? Yeah. Are we on episode five or six? Are we on episode six? I think we're on episode six. Yes, that's what I said. We're on episode six of the podcast. We've been doing this for over a month now. Isn't that crazy? Oh, last, man, I meant to say that last week. Last week was our one month into podcasting. Actually, we skipped a week. So it would have been on episode three. I don't so, remember why I said that. It was good, though. I wish I'd written on the context, but mm. um, that was funny. Um... I also have written down from last week. Um, oh, I texted it to you. I didn't write it down here. Um, oh, that's do you, dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> do you have anything from the last week in the Star Wars and Transformers world? Uh, I do. I have a couple of things. Um, in honor of Valentine's Day, who's your favorite Star Wars couple? Oh. <laughs> Are you asking me? Yes, legitimately. I'm asking oh, you. Um, well, you know... Um, I can go first if you need to think about it. Well, what I was going to say before I forget was I recently, so I've been with my girlfriend, she's now my fiance for almost two years and she had never seen Star Wars other than mm. like she'd seen one of the new ones at some point. So we watched all 11 um, over the course of like two months recently and our running gag was talking about who do we know, who do we know for sure in this universe has had sex? And so this is a closely related, like there are so few couples and you, you start end up getting these like married, like sub couples, like one of the very few couples in the, like actual couples is, uh, Anakin's mom and Lars. Oh yeah. Um, what is his first name? Mickelson. Uh, uh, no, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Oh, because Papa uh, Lars, I don't know. Owen is his son. Yeah, Uncle Owen is his son, and um, I can't remember. Anyways, unimportant. One of the very few married couples in. Now they didn't have a kid together. They did not have a kid together, but um, blended anyways. families or families. Well, absolutely. What I'm saying is, we don't have <laughs> they, actual not, confirmation. No, anyways, that's that's not important. That was just some context for why my. At some point after we watched all 11 movies, my fiance and I were discussing who are the confirmed couples in Star Wars. Binks and there's not that and many. Tim from Andor. Yep, that's one. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> we watched that. <laughs> like, hooking up his canon. <laughs> so, obvious, the two most obvious Star Wars couples are Han and Leia and Anakin and Padme. Um, Anakin and Padme are definitely not the best Star Wars couple, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, Han and Leia, there's an argument to be had there though they didn't really ever we never really got to see them be a couple not really so not in canon not I in have, the movies i have the book i think it's uh the princess and the scoundrel i think is what it's called yeah well i don't have it my mom has it because she was gonna read it first but it's uh it is a book written about disney's new like luxury resort because in star wars canon, oh. it's like a starship <laughs> cruiser and it's like where they have their honeymoon or whatever, I think. If I remember correctly. Oh, interesting. I, from what I've heard, that's what it is. And I'm like, fuck, capitalism at its finest. That's great. Anyways, who's your favorite couple? Do you um, have one? Well, 
I've never thought about it, so I don't have one off well, my head. I have head. one. I think I know what I was going to say. It's probably the same. <laughs> <laughs> did they spawn a mutant <laughs> devil child yeah, with green did. eyes? And Does he have green skin to a green hair? No, it's just green hair. <laughs> so, of course, we are talking about Caleb Doom, a.k.a. Yeah. Um, I'm totally <laughs> blanking on his actual name. Oh, his Jedi name. Caelan. Uh, <laughs> no. No. Wait, what is his name? It's, Ka- it's Kanan. Kanan. Oh, okay, like Kanan was that. Do I need to get the action figure off my bookshelf to bring him out and show you the name? Kanan Jarrus. Kanan Jarrus, man. If this whole podcast, it could just be me failing to remember character <laughs> names. And. Uh, Harrison Dola. Thank oh you. Oh, my gosh. Just, it's been too long since we watched Rebels, I guess. Anyway. So, you know what? We should watch no. it again. No, it's funny. I'm actually staring at her right now because you sent me a TikTok, including her. One of my favorite running jokes between us is whenever we don't know what to i just i don't know how often i do it at least once a month where we'll be talking about shows you watched i'm like yeah there's this really niche show that i think you'd really enjoy and it's always <laughs> rebels every time okay so kanan and hera hera yes um definitely a great couple top um, 10 mom and dads yeah because you spend i mean as far as like dramatic flair and and conflict you never were 100 percent sure how together they were kanan got dramatic flared Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> so yeah, good couple. Um, they had good chemistry. They didn't seem really, uh, you know, toxic. Not really too yeah. many red flags going on, sure. other than can you make a relationship work in the middle of a, a rebel uprising? Which I guess yeah. that's kind of a valid question. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I oh Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru. Oh yes, would not have their on-screen presence would not have really registered as much of a couple the the implication that they raised luke to be uh, not as horrible as his father um aunt, is pretty good implication aunt twin sons brew yes but you're referencing the show the obi-wan kenobi show where we do get to see a lot more of them especially them being willing to throw down and defend luke and we're they are they're quite the power couple actually so that's that's another good option um let me think is there I feel like there's a more potentially recent one. <laughs> if I, look, I could look up the Twitter thread. Well, um, it's been, it is interesting seeing some people's thoughts. Someone posted a picture of Fennec and Boba. And oh, no. Like, uh, they're, no, they're coworkers. <laughs> they're, they're work husband and wife. Um, um, I saw. I feel like one of the other popular ones is Cassian and Jin Erso. But my hot take about that is the entire Rogue One Squadron were coworkers. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if there was any romance between them at the very end, it is a pretty romantic elevator ride that they take down. But <laughs> we're about they to get die. nuked into oblivion. Yeah, so might as well have a hug. Not much of a chance for there to be an actual. They're not really a couple. I guess like Ray and Kylo Ren. Um, kind of. That's an option. I mean, yeah, they kiss. I mean, very one of the very few on-screen yes. kisses. So they definitely register. Yes. Definitely, in my opinion, should not have been a romantic couple, um, especially since they're they're technically related since palpatine is kind of anakin's father makes them related are you referencing that comic where it shows i mean just the fact that it is strongly implied that palpatine manipulated the midichlorians to create anakin and in the original screenplay he did say i am your father so oh he did i didn't know that about the original screenplay mm -hmm. yikes so maybe technically not the correct word from a certain point of view one of the classic star wars lines 
and um so it's to some degree they kind of are related um either way and and just for narrative purposes it just kind of felt weird to i wouldn't have been home tattooing yeah i would not have been so against there being a romantic relationship at the core of the new star wars trilogy it's that it's not really addressed until the last five seconds like it's not really a romantic relationship and it feels much more sibling-esque to me most of the time. So that's my opinion. That, that, yeah. That's why it would be not my favorite. Could Definitely counts had, as a relationship. Could but have had Ray and Finn. Could have been, yeah, but... Um, I saw... Um, oh, no, we'll continue the conversation. That was something else. I was going to make a really bad remark about the Chinese market not liking... Um, oh, with the poster. Interracial couples. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, I, I unfortunately I think Disney was just too afraid to have an inter- interracial couple at the core mm-hmm. of Star Wars, which is very sad. And maybe that's not true. I mean, I could be wrong about that, but um, I, I ultimately, I, I one of my favorite moments of the new trilogy is Finn, Poe, and Ray all three hugging as friends mm-hmm. at the end of um, Episode Nine. I would have loved to have seen Colin Trevorrow's Duel of the Fates. Yeah, probably would have been a better movie, but nonetheless. Um, I feel like what else? What other couples? Like, the frogs from Mandalorian. <laughs> that's a good one. That's my. That's a They're good choice. The most I like green that. flag relationship. That's great. I love love that. That's fun. Definitely cool. Uh, um, something else I was about to say from last week's episode. Something I had to find. Um, is that was that the end of the of the topic for you for Valentine's Day? Did you have any other more couples? Because <laughs> yeah. we could go on forever. Oh gosh, I, think. I didn't think it could that be a whole hard. episode. Obi Wan and Satine. Fifty <laughs> percent of this podcast supports uh, Corky Kenobi. Corky Kenobi. Corky the kid. Cor- the oh, random is his name Corky. Yeah, his name's Corky. What a terrible it's name. So bad. Wow. It's look. I'm just saying that kid looks a lot like Obi Wan, and there's only two sisters and they're like uh, oh, we got this random nephew would he spawn in yeah that's uh certainly he spawned a in at the age of like 10 we love our conspiracy theories anyways um so a really interesting note about last week's episode that i would have never caught in a million years but i found online is that so the, one of the senators her name is um uh, Hallie Bertoni. Apparently, oh, yeah. this is a reference to Hallie Burton or Haley Burton, which is a corporation. Um, that if you just look them up on Wikipedia, obviously, I, I don't know. I mean, I know a lot of people do this. I certainly do this. The first thing you do when you bring up a Wikipedia is you scroll down to find the controversial tab. It's like most of the page. Um, specifically, I think uh, the most relevant one to last week's episode is. They owned the Deepwater Horizon oil drill that exploded. And here's a quote um, from the Wikipedia page. Halle Burton pleaded guilty to destroying evidence after the April 2010 Deepwater Horizon disaster, which is exactly what that episode is about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wild. The politics in my yeah. story. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and that character pre-existed right yeah Hallie she was Burton. in clone wars she was in the clone so that that that's been reference way been around, back but the fact that it came back around in such a relevant way i mean it's clearly always been relevant for her to represent clearly her mm-hmm. name makes it so that she represents a it's a little uh, too specific mm-hmm. she represents a corrupt corporation 
Um, but the fact that it would come around in such a specific way, I think, is really interesting mm -hmm. and shows that even a relatively goofy Star Wars cartoon can still have these sly little political references in there. That mm -hmm. um, the political element of the show is clearly there, but the the intentional real world parallel there, I think, is really interesting. Mm -hmm. So add some. Some kudos to the writers after I said they didn't exist after the one episode with the the space giraffe. Um, you know, they, they turned around. But though that is them kind of piggybacking off of something that was started from Clone Wars, it's still in the DNA of the show. Mm -hmm. uh, I had something. I saw this from Mesa Windu on t uh, TikTok today. Um, and he posted about this. So I didn't find those on my own, but I want to talk about it. So okay. there's a... like pretty much like arguably one of the most famous clones in like extended universe alpha 17 okay um i'm not super versed on the extended universe but apparently that character was originally going to be in uh rex's place but george lucas um vetoed it vetoed having alpha 17 in it due to too much a alliteration because you've had Anakin, <laughs> ahsoka r2 and then alpha 17 that is interesting. But it feels a little on brand for, for George. Yeah. I mean, like, that's too many A's. <laughs> I don't want that many A characters. And it, it throws off the feng shui of my Star Wars universe. <laughs> feng shui. That's a big word for Cameron. <laughs> what? Excuse you. Excuse you. Anyways. Uh, oh, I had some other oh, things please. to say that yeah, before going, we get into the going. meat of the podcast. Um, So... Bad Batch episodes seven and eight, you know, target all that like clones right and support clones rights and supports, um, you know, supporting them like post war mm -hmm. and an interesting comparison. So uh, we brought this up last week. We see in Kenobi, we see a homeless clone veteran. Yes. But that clone was a 501st veteran. Yeah. Which is very interesting because Vader, cause 501st is Anakin's. Mm -hmm. Vader kept his clones. Like, he, he kept them, I think, for as long as he could. And then I think he only really replaced them with Stormtroopers when he didn't have any more. So, very interesting. You know, they're affectionately, uh, maybe not so affectionately, called Vader's Fist. His 501st. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, interesting that not even Vader's trusted clones were saved from... Mm, sure. Uh like that not even them made it out unscathed yeah that's that's really interesting yeah that's um i it, it is interesting to wonder how intentional that is because it le legitimately is just a blue stripe on mm -hmm. the armor i would assume that marks him as the 501st so they, whether that's they had their colors yeah um so or that could have just been that could be just a just that was the armor they had around that yeah. like whether sneak peek um whether that was thought through or not um but it's also potentially in a, in a choice that because there is well hold on now i'm trying to remember there are there flashbacks to or 66 in the kenobi show i'm trying to remember yes reva has them okay so there it is so those are 501st troopers mm-hmm so that's what made me think that there's a, there's a visual parallel there. Anyways, uh, that's probably more the intention behind that. But it is yeah. the implication of it is that yeah, the uh, the highest order of clones 
ended up on the streets. That that reminds me, we got to watch. I got to watch uh, Revenge of the Sith with Cameron and his fiance. It was her her first time seeing Revenge of the Sith. So very interesting to see someone's first reaction to the youngling scene. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the last thing I wanted to say was probably, I think I've asked this every single time. Where is Cody? <laughs> he is still gone. We have not seen that man since episode three. So here's my thing. Imagine they write Cody out of Kenobi just to have him go AWOL at the end of episode three and never show up again. Just one episode of Bad Batch. I also realized recently listening to the podcast because the movies have have episode in the title it can be confusing oh, on this podcast nice. whether we're referring to a film or an episode of the show because you're saying episode three of the bad bat yeah I, and i know what you mean <laughs> but uh and i just i just thought that was interesting that it it is somewhat difficult to talk about a star wars show and you, and then you just have the movies are also episodes um do you have anything else no, from this last week? I'm actually, I'm looking at news right now. I forgot about this. I'm glad to look this up. Um, there was a bit of controversy around, um, so P- Peter Mayhew was the man who played Chewbacca, mm-hmm. um, and he passed away um, some time ago, and there was a bunch of Star Wars memorabilia in his attic, and it was going to get auctioned off against his family's will because Ooh. it was in the house, and it was, the quote I saw was because he was just in his later years unable to do anything about it. To go, like, get it down or something mm. like to like, move it to where he moved so that's why it was in an attic in a house that he didn't own anymore or something but this uh headline says late chewbacca actor star wars memorabilia found in an attic won't be auctioned after widow objects good so that's a cool little bit of uplifting star wars news there good. um so i think it'd be a good time now to move on to our first subject which is the transformers rise of the beast super bowl spot um, which is not a ton to talk about, though I would love to hear your thoughts on seemingly Mirage is our main Autobot Mirage for this movie. looks a little too much like Jazz when he first showed up, and that's my <laughs> favorite Transformer. And so when I first saw the trailer, I was like, oh my gosh, they're bringing him back, and it's not him. So it's fine. Um, I'll... <sighs> I won't be too sad. But here's a very interesting thing. Um, so <laughs> he's a Porsche. Yes. And Porsche... It was a it was a Porsche commercial, which is very interesting because um, one of the first uh, toys planned for the Alternators toy line. Um, I have to check out when this came out. Um, started late two thousand three. Um, one of the first toys planned for that Alternators toy line, toy line was Jazz, um, and there was going to be a licensed Porsche. Uh, 986. I don't know what that means, but he was going to be a Porsche. And a prototype was made, but Porsche refused to grant Hasbro and uh, Takara the license, stating that, quote, Transformers are not worthy of carrying the Porsche trademark. Their war machines in the toy line in no way represents the lifestyle and ideas which Porsche represents, end quotes. Um, so the toy never went into production. And I, is also, like, I believe the big reason why... Um, jazz in that first transformers by michael bay film was not a porsche yeah i'm really glad you brought that up because i i um, think it's interesting i heard that on another podcast and that is very interesting especially considering not only is there a porsche at the center of this film the super bowl commercial at the end when the transformers logo comes up the autobot symbol turns around into the porsche logo so like this is partially a porsche commercial the text in the commercial is like 
what do you drive at the save the world or something along those lines i feel like porsche probably saw how much money the first movie yeah. made and how they many went, yellow black striped camaros exist in the world now how many cars the transformers film sold there is a yellow i don't know if you've seen it around town there's a yellow camaro with black racing stripes that has an autobot logo on its side it's, it's yeah it's, i mean it's, you see them all all over the country i know like can you i'm certain that the numbers came back in from transformers transformers domestic run and they and porsche probably went oh so yeah i think i <laughs> oh no transformers has always been an incredibly effective commercial and that doesn't stop at toys it is an incredibly effective car commercial volkswagen volkswagen also did it at first with bumblebee but then they caved yes but so kind of interesting so i'm like hmm um so i'm just bitter just to continue to be uh to complain about this even though i think we're probably excited for this movie we'll talk positively in a minute um as so we watched the trailer again right before we um we started podcasting and i couldn't hear it very well while i was watching the super bowl so the first time i really heard mirage's voice i was like i don't love that voice performance i looked it up on imdb who was playing mirage do you know who's playing mirage i haven't looked yet who is it pete davison i remember i'm so mad i remember when the casting came out and they said he was going to be in it and everyone was like who the heck is pete davidson gonna play other than himself i guess yeah um i'm sitting here looking at there's so many phenomenal voices there is michelle yo um as air razor ron perlman as optimus primal um <laughs> which i did not know that ron perlman one of the best voices in the world um you know he was hellboy he's in lots of um sci-fi fantasy so i'm totally blanking on anything else he's done other than hellboy but um just brilliant actor uh peter dinklage playing scourge i love peter dinklage now, now obviously most famous for game of thrones but just lots of um, he's also in three billboards outside Ebbing, missouri and he's in elf and is he really in what three billboards outside yeah he i didn't know i need to see that still oh well yeah he's his whole thing is that he's it's a small town in missouri and he's a dwarf who lives there or a little person i think they call him a dwarf in the movie um john dimaggio voice of bender from futurama and jake the dog one of the best voice actors in the world playing stratosphere um then of course you got peter cullen returning as optimus prime and then we've got Pete Davidson. Oh, and I, I don't hate Pete Davidson, but man, that is a celebrity voice. That is not a voice actor. He's not really even an actor, in my opinion. But uh, I really hope that doesn't bring down the rest of the film. Maybe I'll settle into his performance. But you get um oh shoot, what's his name? The main human character. Oh, uh, I'm not familiar with this actor. I don't think he. Oh, so his, the character's wow. name is Noah. The actor's name is Anthony Ramos. Yes, Anthony Ramos. Do you know what he is? One like most famous for in the Heights, Hamilton. Yeah, he was. He was in that first Broadway run of Hamilton. Oh, he's in the soundtrack. Well, man, this cast is not doing it for me. I guess <laughs> <laughs> maybe Cameron, I'll be wrong. Cameron hates musicals, but for some reason doesn't hate La La Land. Because I love good film. Ooh um yeah so that's that's rough buddy mm. hopefully it's good i could be wrong but yeah so far i'm not digging the acting um i am excited for this director though um his name is michael Ste- bay no <laughs> thankfully not stephen capel jr 
he um his biggest movie is creed 2 um, oh. i love the rocky movies i love the creed movies i thought creed 2 is quite excellent um and um he directed a, one other film called the land that i know nothing about so the land. um but i'm excited to see how he takes on it looks like for lack of a better word like kind of like an urban element to this movie mm-hmm. um very oh, it's just a different perspective whereas the last film was very like small town california the first five films are michael bay films this has a different perspective it looks like um and i'm interested respect to the craft sorry <laughs> I, I said perspective i said respect okay um and so yeah i think there's a lot to like about this i mean the visual effects continue to be great i think they're starting to, to really figure out how to blend something that looks realistic with something that looks like the cartoons and that's exciting um i kind of like that we don't really know what it's about still outside of the beasts are rising <laughs> yeah um so i think that um I, I like going into movies not really knowing what they're about uh, i feel like maybe i i would be interested to know how much i need to know about beast wars i don't know anything <laughs> And I don't really want to watch that show. I don't either. But maybe we should watch try a few episodes. Oh, maybe. do we have to? Mm, maybe we should watch like a YouTube video that recaps it. Um, <laughs> a lot of this trailer is just this main human character being in Mirage and screaming. And I hope that's just like a small, very small very portion Shia of the him. Yes. So hopefully they, they fix that. Um, other than that, it's a pretty quick trailer. Not a lot of new footage. Um, any... Anything, any tra- trans things that your your Transformers fan eyes caught? My fan, Rachel. What do your Transformer fan eyes see? Um, really, not too much. Just kind of waiting. We are waiting to see. Um, um how it oh, goes, I think much. um, I think Bumblebee talks in this trailer. I believe ah, he's got his which voice is back. is nice. Um, but maybe not. I could be wrong. I thought I I heard him talk though. Um, if so, it would be nice just for Bumblebee to just be a character and not <laughs> and not like like pretty an, much a meme accessory. generator. Yeah, a he's like he's like, a, at this point he's the equivalent of um, a TikTok or an Instagram real sound machine. Like that's all he is. So um, soundboard that people yeah. use on streaming. We should get a soundboard. Mm, I'll look into it. Maybe <laughs> we should have a soundboard. It's just it's just all Lego Yoda death noise. We already. Oh my gosh. We already have too many bits on this podcast. Um, okay, so now on to the main topic of today. Uh, episode 9 of The Bad Batch. Wait, I have episode 9 written down, but that might not be right. It's episode it 10. is episode 9, because 7 and 8 yes. was last oh, week. Oh, great. Um, yeah, so episode 9 called The Crossing. Um, and you're laughing. <laughs> I know why you're laughing, because it's funny, because uh, The Crossing is also the name of a... Uh, we'll just say... Um, similar parallel business to the one i work at it's uh, technically a competitor <laughs> and so we thought that was quite amusing <laughs> only oh just looking at the imdb right off the bat they're so just to quickly get into the description of the episode they're on this planet they're oh, someone's yelling in the hallway and it like felt like they like i got chills down my spine because it felt like they were right <laughs> behind me <laughs> that freaked me out um i would let you know if someone came it's in. weird that we We've podcasted here. This is our fourth time podcasting here. Yeah. We've never had any noise from the hallway. Hey, you want to know off topic? You know how sometimes we have our yee yee truck 
uh, join us yeah. in the background. There are now two. Oh, no. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> They're on this planet. They're going to try to do some mining. Um, someone steals their ship. A character that the only thing we know about this person is probably child size and has like seemingly feathers, feathers for hair. Unless that's from their helmet. We don't know. They're getting the heck out of Dodge. But when that character showed up, you went, a voice other than D. Bradley Baker. <laughs> First, I went, hold on. We don't know that yet. Secondly, character did not end up talking at all. Exactly. So I'm looking at IMDb and there are three voices. Hey. D. Bradley, Michelle Ong, and Ray, uh, Ray Perlman, who plays Sid. <laughs> Ray Perlman. Not related to Ron, Ron Perlman. Perlman is spelled differently. Oh. Um, <laughs> that is funny, though. I did notice, um, I guess before we get it, he's wearing like a mask. His whole fa- Their whole face was covered. Don't have to animate a face if you don't <laughs> yeah, show The one. classics uh, animation trick, just put masks on characters yes. that you don't want to do their facial animations. Um, if we can start from the beginning, I don't know, we're going to start from the beginning? Yeah, um, just... I have lots of things to say. I don't know. I typically just it. write down anything that My, my first note my is not till like, they get to the actual drilling part. Okay. <laughs> it opens the... Um, it opens on the planet, on the planet uh, landscape, mm-hmm. and the first thing out of my mouth is Arizona. <laughs> yeah, especially with the very Western music playing. And then I was playing. super mad because two seconds later I was like, ah, oh, I should have made a Red Dead Redemption joke. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my next comment isn't until the portal thing, because the portal, or, or sorry, the entrance to the mine, which that's, is that circular entrance thing. That's like the first scene, isn't it? Okay. Mm, the door. So what, yeah, I know what, what you're that, gonna what say. That, <laughs> uh, what that circular door made me think of? Uh, there's a scene from one of the Jack and Daxter games. Oh, interesting. Do you know okay. what I'm talking about? No, I've never played those. Oh games before. my gosh. Okay. Well, I, I just did like not. That was not up. what I thought you were gonna say because while we were watching it. They like push the button, open the door, this little platform raises up to it, and you went, It's ADA compliant. <laughs> I did say that. So that's what um, I thought you were gonna say now. No, there's a secret ending. And I won't make us watch through this whole thing, but um that was my first thought. It kind of made me think there's like a scene from one of the Jack and Daxter games, which I guess ages me. Um <laughs> Probably. <laughs> which um uh <laughs> I'm trying to so, basically, I've never played a Jack and Jack, uh, Jack and Daxter game, unfortunately. Then why do you like know what this because is? Because <laughs> I know this solely from another meme. But so it's this. I think it's like an ending that like reveals to the next one, and they're sta- all standing so before. A big circular door just opened. A portal, yeah. A big and that this is this is the only reference I have that they're just standing in front of a portal, and I think it uh, relates to the second game. So that's it. That's that was what I thought. Wow, that was a long walk. One Rachel, person for out no there, payoff. one person out there is gonna get it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, just keep going. You have more notes than me normally, so you can just keep going. I'll, th- I'll throw in whenever I have something. <laughs> so when they were deciding who was gonna stay outside, um, and they noted, and Hunter notices the storm, and it switches to a shot of the horizon with that dust storm, and then back to Hunter, and Hunter immediately leans down and like picks up dirt, and I didn't notice at the time he was checking the wind because his next he's like letting the dust fall from his hand to see which way the wind is moving so he's like the storm is moving away Uh, um i thought he for some reason i had i had it i thought he immediately was gonna like look at the storm and then like mess around in the dirt and then go there's a storm coming 
that is for some reason. I was going to be like, wow. That's great. Top 10 engineered clone moment. I don't know. Um, this is this is a good comment that you had. Um, so Hunter and Echo are walking into the mine and they're like, oh man, the mine is empty. And one of them says, I think Sid made a bad deal. And you just said, Sid making a bad business deal? No way. It's just the most <laughs> deadpan voice. It's very, very amusing. She's um, terrible at her job. She's really... <laughs> and this is why the Bad Bats work with her, because anyone that was good at their job would probably not be working with them. <laughs> there are no bad jobs, just bad managers. <laughs> there are no bad jobs, just bad batches. Anyways. Oh, that's good. Um, and we get to see Sad Omega. <laughs> She's so sad. <laughs> so before that... Um, oh, yes. They they um, are drilling this Ipsium. Is that what they call yeah, it? Yeah, Ipsium. Um, and of course, what is a new Star Wars thing without some sort of very combustible material? <laughs> um, I just love the drill thing. Just like it, it nice. like had a big drill and then it like popped out of the way and had a little drill and like the texturing and like modeling on the drill and also the Ipsium was all really, and the lighting was beautiful. It was just I love something I love about world is the technology. Like one of my favorite sequences in Rocks. all of fiction is, um, uh, now I want to forget the character's name. Um, Doctor Sattler clicking all of the uh, uh, switches back in, in Jurassic Park. Because and in Dominion too, there's a callback yeah, yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, whatever. We don't refer. No, we don't need to talk about that movie. Um, I just I just love buttons. And there's like so many things um, in a science fiction world that you can like things clicking and like whirring that's why i probably love droids um so for this this there would be so much time to spend on this this drill thing i don't know i was really into it um and so i don't have anything funny to say about it i just i just like that sequence um, a lot you did have a really funny thing to say about it because they call omega in to oh. <laughs> lift her up to drill the ipsium and cameron you immediately say they're using her as a small lego character <laughs> <laughs> Which to explain in Lego Star Wars video games, characters like um, well the original one it was Anakin, like child Anakin and child Boba Fett, like the only two. I don't even remember if there are any in Lego Star Wars two because I don't think there's not that many children in uh, the original trilogy. You would I feel use, like there's definitely another one, but I can't remember who it was. Neither do I. You could use these children characters to s crawl into like small spaces and that's exactly what they used omega for in this moment so that was why i said that um so the next moment that you already referred to um was sad omega so omega. um oh wait no i i had my my notes out of order um oh no i um we're missing a wealth of information so as their ship is getting stolen actually is that after this that's after this. oh that is after this okay um so well i think okay hold on i think sad omega is after the never mind sad omega is after the the next thing you referred to sad, sad omega is after what i was about to talk to talk about which is omega yelling stop at the ship as it flew away <laughs> which is hysterical it's like the, the bad batch is like trying in their heads to formulate a plan on how to like get out of this mess as they see their ship flying away she puts her hand out too um, She's like, and stop! Goes, stop! Thanks, Omega. Brilliant. <laughs> Don't forget, 
up until this whole time, Tech has said probably how many times about how fragile and volatile uh, and unstable Ipsium is. Uh-huh. And they get out... And this is, this is, I think this is the shot right before their ship gets stolen. Hunter's carrying the case, and he goes, let's get back to Ord Mantell, and slams the case down on the ground. Hysterical. And they, yeah. It just immediately, bam! And I was like, what? They treat the Ipsium, the, how they physically bang it around, is pretty much equivalent to, like, a five-year-old with an iPad just like <laughs> with like an otter box like trying case. to destroy it like actively trying to turn it into pieces not give them anything fragile <laughs> and then a moment later um echo's like not echo oh rip omega's like can we call echo and they're like well he's out of range and also he's blocked our communication he said and they he, turned his call his communicator off. oh and you just go he blocked them <laughs> He said, great. he said, new captain who dis. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I thought it was so funny. I mean, and their reason is like, he's probably on like a secret mission or something. I'm like, he blocked them. How do communicators work between planets? I don't know. How does any of this work? That is my thing. See, if I'm, uh, I don't know, hypothetically, if I'm on like Mars and I tried to call you on my cell phone, it's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not quite the same, but um, it just let sleeping dogs lie, I suppose. So, um, also, sorry, out of the corner of my eye, I just saw that um, this is totally irrelevant. Anthony Ramos, the young man who's the main <laughs> character. Full circle. A uh, young man who's the main character in the new Rise Transformers film. Uh, did the voice of a character named Piranha in the Bad Guys, and for some reason that's like that's one of that's his biggest movie line role up until now. Crazy. Other than that, oh wait, shoot, he's in Godzilla: King of Monsters. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I forgot that. Yes, he's one of the pilots. <laughs> that's very relevant because uh, Rachel's obsessed Godzilla. with Godzilla. I totally forgot about that because every time I see that movie, which is often. I go, that's Anthony Ramos. Because I'm like, that's because because the first time we saw because we went and saw it together, I was like, that's Anthony Ramos. He's in Hamilton. That's Can't believe really I forgot funny. that. I feel like, and for some and somehow he survives till the end. Well, there you go. He survived with uh, Godzilla. <laughs> Anyways, sorry, I just saw that out of the corner of my eye. At first, I assumed it was. We're part gonna turn Pete it Davidson. into a Godzilla podcast at some point. <laughs> oh no, not nearly enough content for that. <laughs> what are you talking about? That new there content. There are almost. 80 years new content <laughs> like new stuff hey, coming out shin, shin godzilla versus ultraman that we still gotta watch shin godzilla versus ultraman i think that's what it was called it's just shin ultraman is it shin ultraman i wish dude you would not ha- i would not have stopped talking about a movie called shin godzilla versus ultraman that would have ruled <laughs> unfortunately it's just shin ultraman well we need to watch it because i've seen some scenes anyway anyways anyways star anyways. wars um so sad omega sad omega and so they're like well we don't have a ship anymore so i guess we have to walk and they're walking in the canyon and, and so they kind of turn around and I'm like hmm that storm's coming and they hear things in the canyon and out of the dust cloud comes this stampede of antelope <laughs> and i immediately go i remember this scene from lion king and then so half good. a beat passes, half a beat passes and i'm like oh wait that didn't end well <laughs> because honestly um 
for those of you listening that don't know this, I have, I, you know, if someone like hooked up a projector to my brain, I could probably just like replay the entirety of the Lion King film <laughs> without missing anything. So it's kind of like ingrained into my head. And I was kind of curious. I'm like, hmm, I'm kind of want to see some shot for shot analysis in this scene. Um, poor Wrecker. <laughs> Taking one for the team and laying over the Ipsium and just getting pelted by these deer. Yeah, was like, and and down. like as the scene progresses, it gets more and more like the Lion King <laughs> stampede. And we're just like, constantly, oh no! Because that scene, if it gets more and more like that scene, yeah. that scene ends with Mufasa's death. And, and oh, Cameron, you had a good comment because the stampede doesn't really last very long. Um, just a couple, like a minute maybe. And you just go, long live the empire. <laughs> yeah. Um, can you imagine if like one of them like a hunter was trying to climb out and crosshair showed up <laughs> just like push, brother doesn't even know he, he wouldn't even push him just shoots him point blank in the forehead shoots him in the hand <laughs> um <laughs> another good movie reference almost immediately after our movie similarity is the dust <laughs> the dust storm uh starts coming through the canyon um almost a little maliciously and Cameron, you immediately say, it's the mummy. <laughs> yeah, because we said, oh, it's Lion King. And then that scene ended. And then this this sandstorm starts rolling down the the uh, the chasm. And I go, oh, now it's the mummy. It just keeps rolling in. And I was like, I said, Palpatine's face is going to come out the dust and try to eat him. <laughs> Other oh, fun fact, terrifying. I could probably play the mummy from my brain. I legitimately thought for a second it might happen because there's like lightning in in the storm coming and that felt very it's palpatine, palpatine t-posing through over the oh planet. no <laughs> he's just surrounded by a storm can someone animate that i can animate that you could so then the bad bats get stuck in a cave because their ipsium explodes it's so funny that they drop the ipsium and it's like leave it behind which is like in the moment feels like yeah save your lives don't worry let about it, this let, and it, the, let it go son and the wind blows it straight into <laughs> now actually would have been better though if it instead of it hitting the cave it just like goes comes into the cave and like explodes in the cave like like Bodhi getting exploded in rogue one when oh, the grenade lands in his ship no get bodied and that's the end of the bad bad it's just right there <laughs> and then it's just an echo cody uh uh and rex like, gosh dang it i did it again didn't i ah. <laughs> Echo Rex Echo Buddy Cop Show. Reeks. So they're in the cave. They're gonna go beat up and, and you were like, and so they're 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 stuck in this cave without a ship. They're mad at each other, and you're like, everything is falling apart without Echo. I was like, is Echo the glue that held the Bad Batch together? <laughs> you could make an argument that maybe it's Omega, but after this episode, I think it was Echo. <laughs> the family uh, needs their mom. They do. He, they, so, mom left and everything. What exactly did Tex say to Echo to make her mad? To Omega. Gosh dang it. Um. So Echo. Or <laughs> to, to, uh-huh. So Omega is having a moment, and you know, as she should, she's kind of been through a lot at her little young age, Correct. and she's really upset about the fact that no one is acknowledging. Oh, here it is. I got. I got the exact quote. Yeah, that no one is acknowledging that 
Echo is gone. I mean, I know for a fact after last episode, they all get on the ship and they probably didn't even talk about it. Mm, yeah, that's a good um, point. They just have like the mental, not the mental capacity, like the emotional capacity, like walnuts or something. <laughs> um, and so she's... Of re- men grown in a lab. <laughs> <laughs> and she's really upset and I don't blame her. And, and so she's all upset and he goes, what is your issue? <laughs> that's what Tex says to her. One of the worst possible things to say to an upset prepubescent girl. Just like, I'm surprised you didn't just shoot him right there. <laughs> and, and <laughs> yeah, because he said it was such a little attitude too. Uh, and then she's like, she goes to walk away and Hunter's like, hey, wait, don't leave. She goes, I want to, she's like, I want to be alone. And I mean, totally valid. And so then there's this really funny moment where Omega's pissed and now Hunter and Wrecker are mad <laughs> because Tech made, there's a shot where Tech's like, what did I do? And Wrecker just like looks at him and just like shakes his head. It is good. Man, if Wrecker knows you messed up emotionally or socially, <laughs> <laughs> you really screwed up. Um, Cameron had a good comment and says, top 10 Star Wars twists. Tech is bad with women and kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's very true. Um, so, and my comment was, at least someone misses Echo outside of the fans. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a reference to him like not getting a lot of dialogue or screen time last season. I, I and now he's just, I didn't think about that. Like fans, <laughs> fans were so mad at his lack of screen time and um, like character development last season. He was like, he'd be there, but just have nothing to do. And this season they're like, bet. And now he's just gone. <laughs> um, after you, you had another good comment, because uh, she goes into the, the cave or whatever to kind of like hang out and just chill out. Uh, Omega does and you just go hello darkness <laughs> that's just you guys are getting a real insight into what it's like to watch something with us which is just like a dumb references is, is all it is really we get copyright struck sometime but um, <laughs> thankfully you're not that good of a singer you <laughs> you're not good enough to sound like oh, uh, Garfunkel and is that uh, Simon and Garfunkel yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to pause for a minute. I was like, oh, just talking? throwing random shade on the pod. <laughs> um, you had another good comment because uh, Hunter then sends off Tech to be like, you got to fix this. And Tech's like, I don't feel like I should, but okay. Um, and Hunter, you know, sends Tech off to go find her. And you just say, unknown amongst Hunter's skills, emotional intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> what does Ray do? He hunts, he leads. <laughs> And he helps his brothers with their emotional problems. <laughs> Just tells them what to do. Um, I uh, So let me see. So Omega finds a bunch of Ipsium. Like at least two cases. Oh, man. When it exploded earlier, I should have said Ipsium. More like Oopsium. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hilarious. <laughs> That's good. Um so she finds a bunch of Ipsium and hunt er, and tech comes along. And he's like, Oh wow. You found, you found Ipsium and things are a little tense. Um, you know, a little, a little awkward. And so Omega bites off a little more than she can chew. And she, uh, tries to go for a bigger Ipsium deposit and slips and is dangling there. And I'm not gonna lie. I think tech kind of took a sweet time trying to get her. I feel like Hunter would have caught her. He's kind of fast. Oh, it was a small hole you'd have to dive through uh, to get there. I don't know. Tech dilly-dallied. Um, but anyways, so she falls into 
this ominous void. And Tech just goes, okay, and jumps after her. Braver man than I am, because I would have been like, I'm going to tie a rope, and we can get you. Like, imagine if they're so fortunate that water was down there and not like 200 yeah, he just feet. He dove into a void. 200 that, no feet idea. onto sharp rocks. Yeah, it, it could have been dead. It could have gone to the plant's core. It could have <laughs> gone to a rancor. It could have gone. You just like, uh, uh, what is it? Obi-Wan says in Attack of the Clones, Nest of Gundarks. Oh, yeah. Like, they're so lucky. And th- Crosshair could have been down there. You have no idea. <laughs> oh, the worst. <laughs> um, they're so lucky. Oh, speaking of which. It has been We've so all, many days since is, a crosshair incident. We really need to get a counter on that. Wait, um, we'll put it we'll put it on my dry erase board. Um, yeah, uh, side tangent. We are on episode nine, and there's only been one episode with crosshair, which is a really good ratio, if you ask me. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're really lucky they didn't fall 200 feet into water, because that's like hitting concrete. Actually, less than 200 feet. I think like anything close to like 50 feet is really bad. Um, so lucky and so we had to have a fun little underwater adventure very flushed away uh, <laughs> have you actually seen the film flushed away that is i a, have that is about british rats a I british have. rat we watched it together the, the british rat finding a civilization of Jackman. rats under the city of london they don't go underground and find a city of omegas or something <laughs> or a bunch of clones <laughs> living underground a bunch of subterranean clones but they got flushed away they didn't get flushed yes they did it's a funny reference but like the actual parallels are very minimum <laughs> okay fine there's no group of singing frogs if that's what you're gonna be nitpicky about well now i'm mad that there's not <laughs> we just get sid <laughs> are there who are the French? You know who the French characters in Star Wars are. Oh, is it, is it the, the Twi'leks? Twi'leks? <laughs> and they're green. Oh my gosh! Because <laughs> all the frogs no! that flushed away are green. No, well, I mean they're French. All the frogs <laughs> are French. Of course they're green. They're frogs. All the, they're French, and that's really funny. Anyways, continuing on. Are there any other flushed away references we can make? I don't think so. <laughs> can you imagine if if there had been? A bunch of Twi'leks under there. That would be pretty good. Um, so they, they fall down the chasm and they get flushed away. <laughs> and they they wash up on the beach. and An underground beach. Um, the sewers of London. Yeah, okay. Like, I don't have any more notes. I've, like, from here on, I mean, okay, we do have a nice conversation here. And while, they're, while uh, Tech and Omega are waiting for Hunter and... Uh, and wow, who are the other characters? Wow, Wrecker and Wrecker to get it's, flushed it's away. It's just the five of them. Wow, four of them. Four of them. It's just four now. Yeah. Wow. Five plus Conky. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot to mention that earlier. When they stole the ship, they're really concerned. Omega was really concerned about the ship because it's like their home. Doesn't care about Gonky. Gonky's on the ship. Hypothesis: The ship returns to rescue them ne- next episode, and it's because Gonky killed the guy. <laughs> it's. <laughs> It, it's kind of similar to like the ship rescuing Finn and Rose in Last Jedi, or the the AT the Chicken Walker. That I was more thinking when he's in the ship on uh, Canto Bite. 
oh. and BB-8 is in the ship. Yeah. So like the ship shows up, I'm like who is that? And Gong, he's just like in the window, and they get on the ship. There's just like blood everywhere, eviscerated feathers, feathers and blood everywhere. It's like oh, we don't get to know who this character was. <laughs> also, FYI, it's been 35 days since January 11th, which is when episode three of season two of the bad batch 30. aired so it's been 35 days since a crosshair incident. what a beautiful time that's gonna now that we have an actual number it's probably gonna get ruined next episode <laughs> or maybe the episode after imagine if we just don't see him for the rest <laughs> there's a lot of characters in this show that are just like disappearing <laughs> ominously um but but okay but so back to the episode we kind of get like a nice conversation well i i mean it's an okay conversation between at the bare minimum my complaint about the um space draft episode was that there was just nothing uh no progress no plot development no mm. character development there was that's why it's a a bad kind of filler episode i mean like a bad is a bad batch of filler episodes episode. um this does provide some character development mm-hmm. um it was also my issue with the racing episode as well we don't learn no one learns anything. we learned no development. tech likes to go fast <laughs> like sanic um <laughs> so this at least gives us it develops the relationship between these two um it kind of shows why hunters is the leader because he's not just strategic but he will like make sure they are remain together as a family each sh- other showed us a lot about omega showed her feelings and her line about you know uh tech says we're soldiers and that's what soldiers do is they they you know take change and move on and she's like well we're more than that like there's there's and he talks about him not being able to know what to do with change because it has to happen so i'm like also the same way if you give me responsibility of a child i don't know how to handle them <laughs> um but so yeah we kind of get like this nice moment where they're kind of like almost forced to hang out they have to they, you know they sure. kind of they're forced to reconcile a forced chill episode <laughs> forced so, hangout sesh yeah they, they they're not gonna sit there in silence um but so they're in text like i just don't react to change like that and omega's like mm-hmm. mm, you should um, it also further provides evidence for the belief that tech is almost certainly on the autistic spectrum i've seen talk. a lot of conversation about that online yeah so that's that's an interesting um him talking about not knowing how to like communicate with people and share his emotions he doesn't he says something like like not being able to f- like doesn't feel things the same way as other people or different, something like that different uh different uh what was i gonna say different um so social cues yeah um so um it's uh yeah it's a nice little moment uh we get this we did we did have this funny conversation where um you know omega omega says you know we're we're not just soldiers we're more than that we're a family (laughs) no i'm about to lose it rachel look at this so sorry to interrupt i'm trying to find the exact quote and then i just find this subtitle it's it's a frame of can you take a tech, screenshot of that i'm if at the moment i like it it's gonna go away maybe, maybe i can got it oh uh, yes uh, of course the disney plus play blocks this does it block it i think it does uh, um evil. we can take we'll just take a it was it was a uh, so i'm looking for this exact quote from tech um about his social uh I'm processing things differently but as i'm scrolling through i click on a frame and it's just the two of them sitting in the water looking concerned at the or sitting on the on the rock looking concerned at the water and the subtitle just says wrecker screaming <laughs> that's going in the meme post wait oh man we should we should take a screenshot from episode six when they were on kashik 
because there's another very similar caption. Uh, Echo imitates Wookiee roar. <laughs> yeah. Or no, Wrecker, not Echo. I'm so Wrecker. mad because it used to be that you couldn't t- take screenshots from the app mm-hmm. of of like things like Disney Plus, but you could always get a screenshot on the desktop version. Mm. The the fact that they're able to block the desktop version makes me really mad. Yeah. Um. We did have a good moment where they're having the moment because she's like, "We're family," and I said. Ohana means family, and then you went off on a tangent of Camino means family. Camino means no one gets left behind except Crosshair. And of course, <laughs> to which I said, "Well, he's not family." <laughs> That's great. That's so good. Um, so they finally make it out of the cave. Very fortunate for them. I mean, most people that get lost in caves don't come back out. So you know they. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm probably. just saying. Most of them, they get uh, especially lost. on deserted planets. Yeah, so they finally head out. They see the uh, ship station that they were going to go to, and they finally show up, and it's um, abandoned. And honestly, but the way those storms move, smart, smart choice. I would, yep. wouldn't live out there either. And so they finally get to contact Sid, and Sid's like, "I'm not helping you guys," <laughs> which sucks. I'm busy. <laughs> Uh, but there's, there's a bit of a funny moment because Hunter's like, we've helped you out so many times. You know, they're like, we've helped you out so many times. And she's like, okay, fine, I'll figure it out. Give me a couple of days. And Hunter's like, we don't have a couple of days. And Sid immediately hangs up. <laughs> like the animated, the immediate hang up is good. I thought that was very funny. Yes, that was that was a nice little comedic moment right before the ominous cliffhanger ending. <laughs> yeah. So they have to wait seven days before Sid can rescue them. Okay, uh, seven. Well, days we have to wait seven days, <laughs> but do they have to wait seven days? Is the question. Okay, I'm getting a screenshot here. I'm gonna. I figured out that my uh, my Firefox extension can get screenshots Ooh. on Disney Plus. So I'm very. Do you hear that, this. listeners? If you use Disney Plus on Firefox, you can take screenshots. I believe this should work. I'm gonna double check here. Yeah. So Apple. The Apple screenshot doesn't work, but this um, third-party um, third-party extension does great. Okay, so that's the end of the episode. Um, generally, pretty decent. Not yeah. my favorite episode, but didn't feel like filler in the sense of there was something to it. Like mm-hmm. it would, it didn't obviously did not progress any plot. Yeah, a lot of at plot least they acknowledge that Echo left. That's versus true. Versus the last that's that true. last episode, where they're like, bye. Yeah, but do you know what I just realized? They don't recognize the fact that they just ruined life for all clones in the galaxy. <laughs> no, they kind of make a mention of it. At Did the they? end, they're like, "We." They may they make a comment. They're like, "All of this is because of us." I think. So that's why. What do you mean, all of this though? Like everything that's about, like I can't remember. I can't remember what the exact uh, phrase is, but they acknowledge. I'm fairly certain that. At the end of the last episode. Yeah, that's what I mean. But not this oh, episode. this episode. Out of sight, out of mind. Out of yeah, like the, out of sight, out of mind. It doesn't matter anymore to them. Yeah, no clone, no other clones around. No regs. No, no. regs. No <laughs> regs. No what, cares. We don't care what happens to regs. No regs. No eggs. Anyways, <laughs> um, so that takes us into our segment, which I I call meme minute, but it's longer than a minute. I have like no parenthesis meme parsec. I have meme astro second meme click. Meme click. Oh, like a distance. Yeah. Yeah. Parsec is Star Wars and Astro Second is uh, Transformers. Oh. So, meme minute, but it's longer than a minute. Is it? 
Oh, the I Astro forgot. Second. They in, constantly say Astro Second. I forgot. It is in G1. I'm thinking of a different <laughs> continuity. And I was like, huh? Um, I have too much knowledge. Anyways. So, just to, to be topical, so from this last week, um, I made a meme format. Um, I, I just really enjoyed Rihanna's reaction to the um, fireworks at the end of, the, of her Super Bowl show. So, I took a screenshot of the fireworks and then put it next to a screenshot of her reaction and then labeled them and i labeled them the the uh the fireworks as the death star 2 exploding and then rihanna as the ewoks on indoor and then you responded needs more dancing so i just sent you a clip of her and her guys dancing (laughs) and i thought that was really funny did you see the tiktok i sent you about rihanna i did not (sighs) i sent cameron a tiktok where someone had synced up Palpatine's speech at the end of Revenge of the Sith to shots of Rihanna from the Super Bowl, and it works too well. It's really good. I'll have to post a link on the Twitter. Oh, here <laughs> on, it is. On the Twitter. The Republic be reorganizing the first gal- That's really, really yeah, funny. It's, it's good. Um, oh, wow. That's funny. Oh, man. This, yeah, this is very good. In the red. Oh, and it cuts to Padme. Oh, that's so good. Oh my gosh, that's uh, the lights. Phenomenal. I'll, I'll post it on Twitter. What it's a good. great TikTok. Oh, I love it. I'll, po- I'll post it on Twitter. It's good. See, I thought I knew you were gonna enjoy it. Um, this isn't necessarily a meme, but I sent this to Cameron because uh, on Thursday. Star Wars announced their release date for the new Young Jedi Adventures show uh-huh. that is going to be airing on Disney Junior. Uh-huh. And I sent it to Cameron and immediately said, "Imagine we podcast this." Oh, and how did I respond? I almost texted. I'm going to read it. I almost texted you about this yesterday. Send. Ha ha ha. Send. Absolutely not. Send. <laughs> We've got enough to talk about. You thought it was worth mentioning, though. So. What was the other thing I said, though? I'm not watching the Star Wars equivalent of PJ Masks. Yep, there it is. <laughs> it just, like, it maybe once it comes out, we hear about it, and maybe there's, like, something, in, some interesting canonical element. or but And it is Yoda content, which is interesting, but um, I doubt we'll have much to discuss. It's set during the High Republic, which is interesting. That's the most interesting. Yeah, that is interesting about it. So they because survive order the, sixty six. So, oh yeah, I'm glad you brought it up. It. You brought that up because I saw just a still from it, which was these young lings training with Yoda, and I did not know yet that it was a High Republic. And I thought those young lings are gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> you and everyone else. Um, <laughs> this one isn't necessarily a meme, but I sent it to you. Uh, Star Wars posted a quiz. Like uh, the official Star Wars posted oh, a yeah. quiz on who's your Star Wars soulmate. So I know mine. Did you take it? I did. Who'd you get? No, I would not have taken it, but you told me to. I, did. I didn't I want to face your wrath. Immediately. So I'm I trying to. to I took a screenshot of my result. Your soulmate is Finn. Brave and loyal. Unless <gasps> you're the First Order, Finn is a perfect partner for you. He'll gladly lend you his jacket when you're cold, defend Aww. your honor, and travel to the ends of the galaxy to fight for what's right. My soulmate is the Mandalorian. That's great. <laughs> this is the way to your heart. 
The mysterious masked warrior Din Djarin is your ideal other half. Together, you'll set off on adventures across the stars. But where should you go? Find out in the StarWarsQuiz.com. <laughs> I definitely thought you'd go to get Kylo Ren. Let's name your car. <laughs> I don't think he was an option, but apparently Palpatine was. <laughs> Good. Anyways. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Okay, never mind. <laughs> because some people in the comments were like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> that one of the funniest Star Wars memes I've seen in a while. It says, POV, Anakin after bringing balance to the Force by killing younglings. I am the chosen one. Somebody had to do it. So, somebody had to do it. I am the chosen one. Somebody. So in case you don't recognize that oh, infamous man. voice, that is former United States President Donald Trump um, yelling, I am the chosen one. Someone had to do it. <laughs> Insane. It's real. That's a real clip. We Wild. looked it up. Yeah. Yeah. I, at first I thought it was like somehow audio engineered totally real clip of him no it's real the uh, fact that i've ne- like that is like pure meme material the fact that i've never seen it before is wild i know and what more perfect than star wars so love it um i really don't have very many memes this i almost said semester. i've got transformers memes oh, i've got one more star wars meme go for it i've been trying to show this one it's a picture of babu freak and it's just captioned this is a certified hey hey moment <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good oh, with like the lovely. hey hey and like a stamp like yes. like you stamp something is cute um so <laughs> this is less of a meme and just something that i hope you can maybe explain to me oh, no. um it is an image from what i assume is a transformers comic mm-hmm. a purple transformer you did not just look at me and try to tell me to narrow down no i'm getting more information okay um in there and he is saying the firstborn and there's a human child in his chest like a like a human like developing baby and like what appears to be a artificial womb care to explain no do you know yeah please explain gosh i have to look it up so i can get it um oh gosh it's awful so it's from 2005 from the um uh 2005 idw of the gen one continuity I say this with like the most pain in my heart because it's one of those things that I think they came out with and like what's have you ever played like a video game where like your actions influence the NPCs around you and you do uh-huh. something that's like everyone disliked that that's <laughs> yes. pretty much what this was so um the character Scorponok um is like a scientist and his science created what they that let this was called the firstborn which is um, an organic Decepticon Decepticon powered by a spark, which is basically their hearts. It's Ooh. essentially a Transformer heart and a, a squishy <laughs> human-looking body. Wow. And it's just kind of a terrifying image. It's awful. <laughs> he he pegs. Do you see the close-up? Do you see... Do he preggers. Do you see the uh, close-up? It's got the Decepticon logo oh on its face. Oh my gosh. He looks like... <laughs> it's uh, so bad. He looks like Kang the Conqueror from Marvel. Oh, uh, no! His entire face is enveloped by a Decepticon logo. That's hysterical. It's, yeah. It, it was one of those things where I feel like people just, for the most part, everyone just ignores it. It's just this really weird stint in that IDW portion. And it's like, why? Why? <laughs> 
everyone asking why, why. Um, so I'm sorry you had to see that. <laughs> um, Who did that to you? So continuing on, um, thank you for explaining that, by the mm. way. Um, always learning little tidbits about lore around here. Unfortunately, um, you had yeah, to pick that one. <laughs> um, it, this meme is an image of SpongeBob laying in bed with his eyes barely open, clearly angry. And the caption says, Optimus being revived from death to Sam Wickwicky already screaming at him to save Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Optimus! <laughs> He's trying. Um. <laughs> um, this is just an image of a uh, Amazon product. Um, and I thought the name was product there. Wooden robot, tra- it says, Wooden robot transforms into tank, and they're called Woobot. <laughs> And if he's like of all the different like crazy transformer like you know got the the robot the uh of course the robots the the dino bots the insecticons I'm sure the the of the all the the beast guys I'm sure there are more and more and more the idea of of wooden ones called being woobots woobots don't forget tree cons is that a real thing yeah. Oh my god. It's in the same stint as the firstborn, so it's rough. Um <laughs> Man, they would just just snort cocaine and be like There's oh my gosh. What if? There is a character I can't remember who I don't can't remember which um Oh man, there is a recent comic that had an artist. Um let me see if I can find it because it is good. Oh, Sorry, I've been distracted. Um, I want to read it because it's so good. It's about one of the comics that I think very recently came out. Um, if you have something that you can say in the meantime, I have to, uh, I can't, oh, I gotta find this. Hey, here's a, here's something they posted. Do you think Transformers should have noses or not? Uh, no, because I've seen transformers with noses i hate it oh that, that they should not that they should not why okay. do you think they should no i was just curious they don't transformers prime but i'm also biased because that one's my favorite <laughs> um anyway so i don't know if i'm gonna be able to find this but an artist recently in uh the transformers one of the artists for transformers comic has been apparently for years trying to sneak like his own like little fan-made character into the background of some comic panel and for years like the editor has been you know said you can't do that because it's not a real canon character and he finally did it (laughs) so his own little cute character is finally in the background of some comics do you have an image i'm trying to find it sometimes sometimes um your uh sorry uh <laughs> if you have other things i will pull it up um so here's a, a meme of uh you've got you know normal looking mr incredible and it says marvel fans when a human falls in love with a robot and in the corner it's got uh vision and and the scarlet witch aka wanda and then the next one is mr incredible 
looking very terrified and scarred with the black and white filter and it's all grainy and it says transformers fans when a human falls in love with a transformers fans when a robot falls in love with a human and it's um the famous image from the uh was it kiss players stop and it's off his prime with his waifu why are you making why why this is supposed to be an enjoyable podcast and you're having to bring up kiss players and the firstborn <laughs> in hey, my house it's not my fault this exists in it my, is not my in fault in my house this is not me going on the internet trying to find weird stuff this is canon this is this is mainline transformer stuff um okay so this no, is it. no 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 this is just another image i, I love across. detector thundercracker <laughs> he's got a little hat that is fun um interesting tidbit and also i think it's an idw thundercracker the the blue jet from g1 uh is a movie buff. Interesting. She's a movie buff, which is... <laughs> um, so the, so the rest I have, I don't think I've shown you yet. But mostly I want to get your reaction to them. Oh, no. This is one of Optimus Prime, and he's saying, nothing like taking off your boots after a long day at work. <laughs> ah, I hate that. <laughs> and his big blue, like, lower part of his legs are off, and he has, like, bare robot... Uh, calves and feet and toes and for some reason the background is oh wait no that's their ship i thought that was a star destroyer on jakku oh my gosh that makes so much more sense now i kind of understand it um so here this is not a meme but these are just two products that apparently existed to um advertise for transformers revenge of no um Transformers Revenge of the Sith. No, I was going to say Revenge of the Fallen, but it was uh, Dark of the Moon. Um, they were Hostess products, Snowballamus Prime, and oh Chalkwave. My... Yes, I forgot about that. <laughs> I used to see those all the time. I have never seen these before. Snowballamus Optimus Prime uh, and Chalkwave. <laughs> oh, it's too good. It's too good. Branding has no... Uh... <laughs> In case, in case you thought there was too much product placement in the movies, now you got to see <laughs> out of the movies. Um, and then my final one I wanted to do your reaction on is it says, I know you've all been wondering what C-3PO would look like with human eyes, so I've sorted that out for you. Oh, I hate that. Good stuff. I hate that a lot. Have you found our, our fan Nope, I don't know if I'm going to. Um, another one. I don't remember is, where I again, saw it. These aren't really memes this week as much as just things. Um, so this is a reaction I already got from Rachel. So I sent her a screenshot of the IMDb page for the new The Flash movie. And I circled one particular actor, Mr. Tamora Morrison, a.k.a. Django Fett, a.k.a. New Boba Fett, a.k.a. The Clones. And I said, the only man who matters. And you sent back a reaction image of the young boy just like crying in pain and it says how dare they make me choose between boycotting ezra miller and loving tamora i'm truly devastated because i was like i'm not gonna see the flash and i'm like oh but i feel obligated to support tamora morrison because i love him anyways um (laughs) it's fine devastated i really cannot find this post so i'm probably i don't know i guess it's gone did i send it to myself sometimes i send things to myself because um oh a bit of news that we missed up top um and i don't typically like reporting on the announcement of films just because so many things get announced and never made but i think this was worth mentioning 
um, that it apparently there's going to be a fully animated Transformers film releasing in 2024 in theaters. I, s- I saw that. Apparently, it was announced like last year, and there's not really been. Ah, uh, I didn't know though. But you, you sent me the tweet. I thought it was worth mentioning. Um, what is that? Uh, what did picture, you just show me? That's a picture of Optimus Prime fighting Darth Vader. <laughs> Anyways, this film's um, going to be directed by the man who directed Toy Story 4, which I like a lot. Isn't he going to be busy doing Toy Story 5? Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what is Transformers but not a Toy Story film? <laughs> um, it's Toy Story gone too far. <laughs> um, no, it's Super Soldiers. <laughs> oh, it's very similar to Super Soldiers. Um and what else was interesting about this is it'll be set on Cybertron and, and explore the relationship between Optimus Prime and Megatron. So, very interested in that. That's never been done before. <laughs> <laughs> never um, has that been done before. I'm just checking my other tweets from you to see if any of them are relevant to um, uh, what we talked about today. I sent you a screenshot or an image from um, discuss- when we were discussing the... Uh, the new Star Wars uh, Padawan, the Jedi, Young Jedi adventures. adventures. I used to sent you an image, and I just said kind of Coco Melon vibes as well. <laughs> God, that's a terrifying cartoon. Gosh dang it. Okay. Um, any other any other memes you wanted to share? I really didn't have all that much this last time. I just I don't know. I don't know if it was just little like I just didn't really see too many. So did I, I don't know if I made any. I make oh wait mm. nope never mind okay well that's a great place to close out this week's podcast <laughs> thank you so much for joining us for Starformers night this has been rebels and robots we are rachel and cameron signing out saying don't ever tell an adolescent girl what is your issue <laughs> if you don't want to fall down an infinite chasm and Good get night. flushed away <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everyone <laughs>